This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello, and welcome back to Taking the Reins podcast, and I'm your host, Dina Shale. Today, we're going to talk about why being trauma-informed is critical post the pandemic. So, Obviously, the pandemic came at us out of nowhere, didn't it? You know, 2020 changed all of our lives. We went into something that none of us could really have ever foreseen. But I know two years later, we are still feeling the ripples of the impact that it's had on people. And what that is, is people have stayed at home They've gone into a form of panic because this deadly virus was coming along and it was going to kill all of us. It was going to wipe the whole planet out. But did it? No, it didn't. And what that did and people watching the news and everything that was going on in the world, people were watching on on telly, listening to on the radio. And what it did was built that momentum of us feeling like we were going to be eaten by the saber-toothed tiger. So the pandemic for people had really revved them up into thinking that they were going to die of this deadly virus and look at the worst case scenario because that's what's happening on telly. And I'm not condemning the fact that that did happen. However, what did happen was what went on in people's bodies. So their body went into that primary response that we talk about and went into that fight, flight or freeze, whatever everybody did, which was probably the freeze. And what we all did was we hibernated at home and we stayed in front of the telly and we kept watching the telly or listening to the radio and protecting ourselves, protecting our children, etc., etc. But what that did was it created a trauma response in our body because we all thought we were going to be eaten by the saber-toothed tiger or killed by this deadly virus that was sweeping the world. And that is where understanding about being trauma-informed really comes in because what actually happens in our bodies is our system goes into the primary response of fight, flight or freeze, which the horses actually go into as well when they feel that they're in danger. So, Everybody has had some sort of trauma by now. So if they didn't fall over in the playground or if they weren't made fun of or if they weren't bullied or if there wasn't a tsunami and and a trauma doesn't have to be something as big as that. It can be just as little as you falling over in the playground or being bullied or anything that upsets that tranquility of your nervous system. So everybody has experienced a trauma. If you think you haven't, you definitely have in some which way, shape or form. And when you feel that overwhelm and your system ramping up to make your feet run really fast or going to that freeze response because you're that deer in the headlights or that deer in the in the way of the bear that's going to eat you, then you've had some kind of trauma response. So being trauma-informed in the world now is critical to understanding how people have been through a trauma. And being an equine-facilitated learning instructor, we now need to be able to understand what that looks like in somebody when they come to us. The horses already recognise it, so they're our biggest teachers. 
you know, when somebody goes into some kind of trauma response because their body is has been practicing that during the pandemic or during another trauma, then we need to be able to understand what that looks like. And so when I'm training my staff now, I make sure that they understand about nervous system regulation. You know, we go through quite a lot of information for them to learn about what they need to look for in clients. And obviously, I've got some staff that have been with me a long time. And then there's Dr. Emma Lethbridge, who is the guru when it comes to understanding, you know, how the brain works and also how the nervous system works as well. So, you know, we are very in tune with understanding what is happening in people's bodies. So I think now going into this new world that we've now evolved into, we really need to know how to understand a trauma response and also see it in people and children, so adults and children. And as you know, we work a lot in schools, we work with specialist schools, and we go into schools and take the ponies into schools or the ponies come to us to our site. The children come to us on site. So we work with a lot of traumatized children in care children, children that are fostered, children that have had trauma in school, children that have overwhelmed because they can't go into school. And so we work with this a lot. You know, it's something that we're very aware of. And we also know the behaviors associated with that as well. But, you know, what I want to do is really get out there and talk more about schools and how schools need to be more trauma-informed and how their staff need to be trained and how they need to be able to learn what's happening in the children and also recognise the behaviour of a child with a trauma response over a child that they see as actually being naughty. Because like animals, like horses, you know, you see a behaviour from an animal and it isn't necessarily a naughty behaviour. It is a cry for help. It is something that that child has learnt to do to cover a wound. And You know, we see this a lot with children and we very often have some of the most dangerous children that come in and work with us. But we don't always see those behaviours because they're not in that fight or flight response with us because they don't feel in danger. Because as we talked about in a previous episode, we work with a lot of traumatised children and understanding what is happening in the child is imperative when you're working with them. And and we don't see those behaviours anyway, because they're not feeling so vulnerable as what they would do if they were in a traditional type of therapeutic environment. So when we're working with children, we are making sure that we are trauma-informed. Our programmes, and we have 16 sessions that we teach on our site because obviously we have the facilities to be able to give them a really good experience. And the children have a different session each time they come. And again, it's not about mucking ponies out and brushing ponies. This is the trauma-informed work. This is really the icing on the cake of our programmes because we're giving them strategies to be able to manage it. But we need to be able to recognise and assist them if they start to go into that trauma response and hold that sacred space of possibility, which means you're holding that space for that person to not fix them, to not make judgments, but just to allow them to release the trigger or the trauma that is trapped within their nervous system. And 
Being trauma-informed is really important when you're working with families as well. Now, what we do is we work always with the family. We work with a parent of the child alongside the child that's come to us, whether that be a carer, you know, it could be somebody from a care home, it could be a teacher even. But we're wanting to teach them how important it is for that child for them to be able to regulate their own nervous system and understand what's happening in them. And I've talked very often about not being regulated as a mother myself. You know, many years ago, my son would always say to me, mum, are you okay? How are you feeling, mum? Because he knew I wasn't regulated. And I would always lie to him and not be congruent and say, yes, I'm fine, Joe. I'm fine. And I could, I can remember vividly those feelings of being overwhelmed and being triggered by something, whether it be fear or, or a high state of anxiety. And my nervous system was really high. And, you know, I wish I could turn the clock back and change those things, but I can't. But what I can do is help other people to not make the same mistakes that I made. And although that's not really my fault for not knowing that, you know, that's something that I thought I needed to do because that's how my family had been with me. And that's a generational thing, you know. With my own family, I want to be able to pass on better parenting tips and skills of being able to regulate and calm their own nervous system and and be able to really, you know, bring that nervous system down and, and hold that space. And that really, really helps that family unit. I checked this theory out many years later when my daughter had a car accident and she rang us up and said, um, I'm in a ditch, I'm upside down. And it was one of those really snowy nights when I'd said to her, look, you know, you don't go out tonight because it's really snowy and, and I don't want you getting stuck somewhere. Otherwise, we're going to have to come and fetch you. And of course, me with my spiritual side, I obviously preempted something or saw something in the in the crystal ball. And, and of course, we got that phone call about half 10. And, and she said, I'm upside down in a ditch, but I don't know where I am. So eventually, we managed to get her to pinpoint where she was from her phone. And I called my son and said, we need to go to the hospital. You know, we need to go and make sure you, you, your sister's okay. So we went off to the hospital. And 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 I remember sitting in this, after we, we took her out this ditch, of course, we went to the hospital, had her checked over. And I, I remember my son saying to me, mum, how are you feeling? And I just had those flashbacks from when he was little. And I said to him, I'm absolutely fine. Honestly, I'm okay. And I remember him standing square on and looking at me. And, and, and I obviously was regulating my nervous system at that point. And he said, okay, that's fine. As long as you're okay, I feel okay too. And, you know, that was the prime example of him feeling regulated because I was calm because she was calm and she was okay. So the whole of us were regulated because I was holding that nervous system regulation and I was holding that calm. I wasn't being incongruent with him. And, you know, this is one of the things that we teach in, in all of our programs, whether that be in an adult program or a children's program, and also the value of being mindful and in the moment. And we've got lots of tools that we teach with the horses and one particular horse in you know, that is very special to us. That is a rescue horse. And she is amazing at helping people to learn to be present. 
and to be in the moment. And she is an absolute bugger if you go and fetch her out the field or try and get her out the field and you're in a rush or you're not regulated and you're not present. So she really proves that, you know, that experiential learning really does work with animals and being able to help people with horses is vital in this new world that we live in because, you know, they give people that experience that they wouldn't normally have embedded in their body. And part of being trauma-informed means that you are congruent and you work with integrity because you've learned from your own experiences. And I guess the final points of this podcast really today are to give you advice on being congruent in everything that you do with your young people, whether you work with them or whether they're part of your family, congruency is, you know, really, really important. And also integrity. If you're going to work with people in this trauma-informed way, then embed it and make sure you really know your stuff and you really understand what being trauma-informed is. There's lots of people out there saying that they're trauma-informed, but to really embody it and to really integrate it into your everyday life and from your own experiences gives that know, like and trust when you're working with clients. If you have experienced some kind of trauma and then you understand trauma and trauma-informed from, you know, the the side really. So my tips for today really are to really go and do some research on being trauma-informed because these are the new keywords for this side of the pandemic that you need to be aware of. If you're going to work with somebody, make sure that they are trauma-informed, they understand nervous system regulation and somatic healing from the bottom up. If you have a child that's got stress and anxiety, they need to be working from the bottom up. So that's from the body up. And top down is more cognitive type therapies, hypnotherapy, and working with the logical brain. But we want to be working with the body. And if you really think about it, it's logical to think that we all work with the brain and think we've got to heal the brain and we've got to put all the memories back into place in our brain. But actually doing the, the talk therapies is not going to help you post-pandemic because we've all had some kind of experience. And so we need to be now working from your body up. And when you put the two together, you've got a really powerful piece of kit that we call the body. And we don't really know what to do with it. We, we don't listen to it. We don't listen to our instincts. We don't listen to our gut. And like the horses, we really should. You know, this is part of being in nature and this is part of the excitement of horses now being used in therapeutic intervention and being able to help the police officers and the nurses and the ambulance drivers like we did in the pandemic. You know, we worked with those people to help release that trauma that's stuck in their nervous system. And working from the bottom up is the most powerful, magical piece of equipment that we've been given. And the best teachers that we've got for this work, of course, is the horse. So I hope that's really helped you understand a little bit more about being trauma-informed. If this has touched you or helped you or will help you in your business and you want to know more about our services and how we can help you and how our trauma-informed CPD-accredited coaching certificates can help you and your business, I will drop all of the information in the notes at the bottom of this podcast. But in the meantime, I hope that I've helped you take back your reins. 
Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing. 